0: No worries. Okay, so we're going to go in three, two, one. Lions Lounge Lockdown, episode 65. Sean Williams, how are you, mate? I'm good. How are you? I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. You've got some lovely shirts there behind you. Great setup.
3: Yeah, I, I didn't position this camera for them, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. this, is,
0: uh, this is the room with all the stuff in it, so. Nice, nice. Um... So, yeah, look, we've got a lot to talk about. It's talking just briefly off-camera. Seven years a Millwall player, 2014 to 221, two un- over 290 appearances and 22 goals. Some good times there, mate, but also starting out quite rough, isn't it? Yeah,
3: um, amazing times. Um, definitely full part of my family now. Um, but, yeah, no, I had some great times and met some unbelievable people who... I'm still in
0: contact with today, so lots, uh, yeah, yeah, lots, lots. yeah, yeah. Lo- and loads to talk about. We've got lots to talk about. Before we go into that, obviously you come from Dublin or near Dublin. You played in the Irish League for Sporting Fingals is that right? And other yeah. teams. Yeah. So this is just me as a, as you know, a big Sean Williams fan. Who were your like football idols growing up? Because I, as you know, love the way you play. So who was like you? Uh, were you thirty six? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're younger than me, yes you're, yes, you're sort of six, seven years younger than me. So growing up, who was like your football heroes you looked up to and aspired to be like?
3: Uh, well, the obvious one being Irish would have been Roy Keane. Um, yeah. Career speaks for itself, and I think every youngster probably my age is similar. Uh, he would have been someone that everyone looked up to, but uh, I support Man United when I was growing up as well, so... Um, yeah, it was, it was. It, 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 he would have been kind of the one, and then obviously there's Zidans and stuff like that. You know, like the flair players who you mm. you're mesmerised by. So um, yeah, that no, was definitely probably
0: Roy Keane. He's a fucking great. He's a great pundit as well, and he he yeah. do not give a shit. Does he just oh. literally dishes it out. I know it's great. He doesn't care. Like you know, he just says how he feels and doesn't even bother about the the backlash he gets. <laughs> He's a constant meme on on like social media, like Instagram, and he's constantly yeah, yeah, he's uh, Roy Roy Keane everywhere. But you you joined Millwall in on the twenty seventh of January, which is my son's birthday, on a two and a half year contract, undisclosed fee. Mk Dons signed by Ian Holloway, is that right? Yeah. Now, obviously, Millwall fans feel the way they feel about Ian Holloway, but players you've had on, uh, Byron Webster and others. They all speak very highly of, of Ian Holloway. He was one; must have been one of his first signings. About two weeks after he, he walked in the door. Yeah, um,
3: yeah, similar, really, to probably what other people have said. Um, crazy man, unique character, I'd say. But um, yeah, no, he was great for me. Um, brought me to Millwall, obviously. Mm. Uh, him along with Mick Harford, who was. Doing a bit with him at the time, and I, I had Mick. He was the assistant at MK when I was there for a while. Um, so yeah, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a good time for me to move.
0: Mm. First impressions of the club a bit different to. Uh, MK oh, Donald, yeah, contrast were massive. Um, <laughs> as you can probably
3: tell yourself, but yeah, it was. There was just a lot more a lot more people invested in the team and the club and the history that
0: went behind it, um, which is a massive pull for me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very, I mean, MK Don's obviously a spawn of AFC Wimbledon. So that, that rivalry is quite intense, but no disrespect to their midgrounds. Constantly half empty and it's not really a intimidating and pressurised place to play your football.
3: Yeah. I think
0: it's only a, up and coming club
3: really. Um obviously they'd only started not not too long ago, so um they're probably still trying to build their foundations. So obviously they have their stadium and that uh which is top of the range like you know so yeah. um uh, hopefully they can fill it in time.
0: He signed some good players though didn't he signed you he signed Lee Gregory he got some good players through the door like, why do you think it didn't work out for him at Millwall? um
3: I just think maybe the pressure kind of got to him and he mightn't have dealt with it in the right manner. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, obviously, he's, uh, his career kind of speaks for itself. He's He's been a manager for a long time and I'd never really say a bad word against him because he gave me the opportunity to play for the club. So, um,
0: mm. yeah, I probably thank him, can't thank him enough for that. Yeah, definitely. So, that first season, the 2013-14 season, he came in to go from Steve Lomas and we sort of, Potted around the bottom echelons of the division, finishing 19th. The 2014-15 season actually started off to a flyer. 2-0 win at home to Leeds. You was yeah. on the score sheet, a penalty. Yes. Yeah. remember. Oh, the, uh, son's um, oh your, your son's first game? Your oldest? you yeah, that's the sure from that game. Oh, was that you there, Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I've got, do you know, what I've got a good photo. I'll put it during the actual edit, but I've got a good photo. I got a photo of my boy that day, and that's a Euro Ferries one, yeah.
3: Yeah, sort of
0: photo of him in the in the uh, Dockers upper just as, just before you took the penalty. But uh, Lee Gregory won the penalty that day. That was one of the first times I'd seen him. And then, sort of, as it went on, he became like this lean, hard-working yeah. goal machine. But like, at, at that point, when we first signed him from Halifax, he looked quite like like a big centre forward, and he's he like quite. a yeah, he actually like he got he won the penalty. I think through a bit of miscontrol,
3: probably. Yeah, pretty bundled his way through. But now he, he, he turned out to be a great signing. Um, he chased a Packett packet in the wind for you, like you know. And <laughs> yeah, he, he was great. Like, I really enjoyed playing with him, um, and you knew what you were going to get out of him, one hundred and ten percent every game. Mm. Like,
0: yeah, but so it didn't fucking it didn't work out. unfortunately as the season went on. Well, MK Don's, are they league below at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you've come to a championship club, been sold the dream by obviously what the club's about, and then Ian Holloway, and then he ends up getting sacked, loses his job. Neil Harris comes in temporarily, but can't save it. And we end up back where you came from in in League One. Obviously, not part of the plan. It's a stupid question, I know, but what was it like to uh, the feeling of relegation? Was that the first time you've been relegated as a player? Yeah, Um, dreadful. I think obviously last
3: game of the season where you kind of go and greet the fans on the pitch, it wasn't an option. Um, So it kind of, yeah, it definitely sank in um, leading up to it. Uh, But yeah, it wasn't, it was obviously the worst part, worst season of my career um, in Mm -hmm. terms of overall result. Um, Yeah, like we started the season so well and then, I think we changed the way we were playing a little bit
0: and yeah, it didn't work, obviously. No, you must be thinking, what have I signed for here? But listen, from this point, it's all good news, mate. The 2015 16 season, New Aris gets a job on a permanent basis. Three signings through the door. Firstly, Steve Morrison. Is he as miserable as that will make out? Oh, yeah.
3: (laughs) 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 No, he's not. No, he's
0: not.
3: Um, He was on loan. Under uh, long match when I first came, yeah, and yeah, he was he wasn't playing, um, so yeah, it was difficult then. Then he came back under chopper, and he had a new lease of life. I think um,
0: ended up having an unbelievable couple of years. Yeah, he did, mate, and also along with him come a very, she's very new. Harris here. get Morrison back in and get get Tony Craig back in as well. He's been on yeah. the show. He fucking been an absolute warrior. He's still playing as well, is not he? I know.
3: Yeah, still going. Thirty-seven, I think he is. I actually played against him,
0: like um, two or three months ago. So I think he's we had seven like hundred games. He's played. That, 750 games. Yeah, I think that seven hundred and fifty games. Yeah, he
3: played his seven hundred there not so long ago. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. yeah, he's going strong. Yeah. And a, a player as well who comes to the club for the first time. He is a bit of a Bit of a mate of yours, and he ended up uh, leaving his mark on me all for definitely. Jeb Wallace, you knew I was going to say him didn't you? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, came as a young, lively character, and yeah, he turned into an unbelievable player again. Um, at Coops game as well. He was similar.
0: Coops yeah. Coops came. He's been there. Still. I think it was six years. To, you know, yesterday, I think the club put out. Coops has been there now. Yeah, what a player. He's turned out. Yeah, I think you he's know. fucking great, mate. I think he's quality. Yeah. So with yeah. those players we mentioned, we ended up finishing fourth in the division. We made the playoffs. Bradford away. I, I check this out. You didn't actually start these games, right?
3: No. I Jim didn't know.
0: Eh? Yeah, I
3: think it was probably the one of the lowest points of my career and probably something I'd regret. Uh, I got sent off, um, played Coventry away, and I got sent off in the first half. We were winning one nil, and I just, I got fined two weeks wages, and we lost, and it was something that, if I could go back, I would have, because then I lost, I think I was suspended for a couple of games, missed the playoff games, um, due to not being picked, and then missed the final obviously um all down to
0: stupidity of an apparent headbutt against country apparent so so yeah because we get sent off you don't always get fine two weeks wages the it must have been saying bad i was there we went one up in the first half from a head yeah. out of the corner from a corner yeah i think cooper was it cooper or um yeah it was one of the center-offs yeah, and you got sent, I do remember, I don't remember you getting off sent off at Stoke as well, and you just seemed like you didn't give a fuck when you got sent off at Stoke. You actually got yeah, a round of applause from That was a harsh one. Yeah, yeah. But you signed the coverage you almost warranted then, yeah? Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> what was well, that, a, bit, yeah, of, a bit, of previous, bit of previous around that you no, think, was, I didn't like, that. even know
3: who the lad was. It was oh, right. different heart on the pitch, and um, he tried to come up into my face, and... Through the head in a little bit, but uh, it wasn't worth it wasn't worth it anyway.
0: Yeah, that seemed I mean I remember I might remember this wrong, but it seemed a time when you you wasn't really getting in. I don't know if it was maybe after that as well, and I was thinking, he's fucking decent. Why did you maybe it wasn't really working out for you at that time at the, I actually what for one point I might leave, do you know what I mean? <laughs> nah. Yeah, that's that was apparently the reason why I couldn't get back in the team
3: then. Um, yeah I think that I came, I was got banned for a few games anyway. And then the last game of the season was Jillingham away, apparently funnily enough. Um <laughs> and the lads have won. And then the next two were obviously the playoff semi-finals. Yeah. So it wasn't gonna change the team. Um because we done quite well leading up to it and then the final obviously where we got torn
0: apart by Barnsley. Yeah that was that was a little bit unexpected I think Harris has done brilliant to, to get it back as quick as he did because, as me all have learned in, in previous years, getting out of that League One. We went down using yeah. in the late 90s and everyone was like, we'll go to League One for another day for a year. End up being down in seven. Do you know what I mean? It's not easy to get out. So he, no. turned, that team around, he turned that team around really quick.
3: He did, yeah. Um, I think as well because of when we lost in the final against Barnsley, it was it was a, the same kind of core group of players for the next season. Mm. I think it hurts quite a lot. Um but the next season then we kicked on
0: after the Christmas and just made the playoffs. Yeah, mate, the next season, two sixteen, two seventeen, the things have got written down here. Promotion, goal from the halfway line, FA Cup run, Berry comeback. There's, there yeah. is fucking loads to talk about. Um let's start with that goal from the halfway line. That was a uh, not in a forest and like the thing that done you there was it was in a shit cup, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a shit one, yeah. It was a shit Yeah. If that, well, if that was like a, a bigger game, but it was a fucking great goal, mate. I think he's actually inside your own half, are not you? I
3: think no. I think I won it just inside our half and brought it into their half and then scored. Yeah, but, um, I'd only come on as a sub anyway. I think um, I don't even know what
0: score it was when I came on, uh, but yeah, yeah, so, it was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Promotion aside, promotion aside, that FA Cup run, Watford, Bournemouth, Watford and Bournemouth, yeah, all right, fair enough. But the Leicester game, mate, that was, yeah, that's, was that's his story. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that Leicester game. Cooper sent off, really yeah. just for a replay at that point, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, it was
3: a total underdog game. Um, I think we'd had a bit of confidence leading up to it, but they just won the Premier League. Um, and we got quite lucky as well. All our games were at home, yeah, which, which stood in our favour. Because nobody really wants to go to the den, do they? No. Especially, especially the team that just won the Premier League. So, um, yeah, I don't think they overly troubled us. And then obviously, we Coops got sent off. I think it just kind of galvanised us a little bit. Um, yeah, it was right or over kind of stuff, wasn't it, towards the end?
0: Yeah, awesome. that,
3: was, that was something else. Yeah, it was great. It was a great. Day.
0: What's, what's it like from from pitch level when when he's rocking in there like that? He was one of the first ones on the scene as well. You give one that's give you know, that's one to the fans behind the goal, did not you?
3: Yeah, it was unbelievable. Um, I think there's not many games that I probably don't remember um, at home. Just down to the fact of the atmosphere, obviously, there's the big games, but even the shitty games are always quite good anyway. Like so. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know. Yeah, quality mate. Okay, so obviously that cup run ended with a game yeah. that, White well, Hart Lane never decent, nice when they Spurs they're alright. Yeah, that was a tough day. Um, it was it was a good experience, but it was a it was a harsh
3: lesson, probably in where you're kind of at level wise. But they were just
0: mm. a completely different level to what we were used to. And as good as all these cup runs are, but one of the. One of the games that always sticks out to me, always will, was was Bury Away. We yeah. one, I think we had injured strikers. I think we had I think we had Alfie pavie and Harry Smith up front. <laughs> well, we, yeah, I'm sure we yeah, did. So Harry Smith came on. We were struggling, we were 2-0 down, and then you get you get the comeback rolling with, with that penalty.
3: Yeah, yeah, that was a good I the thing I remember the most of that was the half the pitch was frozen. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't even know how it we went ahead, but um yeah, no, it was it was good because then we had uh, Aiden scored the winner and nearly ended up getting arrested
0: trying <laughs> to get back into the pitch. Yeah, uh, it was a good day. I was gonna ask you about Aiden. He's a, we had him on the show, he's a fucking good guy. Yeah, um,
3: he is, yeah.
0: He's a real is he I'm trying to think of a term to use without him not being offensive. Is he quite easy to, to wind up or Get, get, you know, a little practical joking on? Eden, yeah, he is, yeah. He's a, he's a bit of a target, like, you know I mean?
3: he's, not, he's not the sharpest tool in the box, like, but um, no, he's a great character and obviously probably had his best spell in them two years um, in League One. But yeah, I played with him then again at Portsmouth last year and he was the exact same, so uh, I
0: still speak to him quite a bit. He's a, he's a good guy. He's 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 a good lad, mate. He's a good lad. So yeah, you got that that window that was uh, fuck. do you know what I just remembered the berry comeback? I actually forgot the uh when he jumped in the crowd. If you want to get yeah. through, that must have been I, know,
3: yeah. I didn't even realise that the Stuart was pulling him back to, thinking he was one of the fans. But uh
0: yeah. Just he, had a he, just had a replica shirt on he thought he was one of the fans. Yeah, yeah. Especially the head of him. He probably thought he was one of the fans Another I was, Oh mate, honestly, another ding dong of a game in that season it was the final game of the season Bristol Rovers away yeah when we Uh, we slid into the to the fucking we should have been cemented in there by that point I don't know whether the cup run sort of slowed that um, down a bit but Bristol Rovers game it was
3: mental we were cruising in the game then it just they came back into it um they were dead like they had nothing to play for I think um yeah, we had you know, I think Huchy pulled off great right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was some 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 game to kind of sum up the season.
0: There was, there was just never there was just never a dull moment under Neil Harris. There just never ah. was. And do you know what? Like recently, we, we had the FA Cup game a couple of weeks ago against Sheffield United. <clears throat> it was nothing against Gary Rowett, but the ground they didn't even open all the sta- all the stands. Yeah, on the new Harris, he just wouldn't have had, like it. Just I'm not saying either one's a better manager or right for us now. Just something about Harris. It was never a dull moment with the, especially with the cup, because he used to go into a cup, believe him, play your strongest side, didn't he? He really rolled yeah. you up for those cup matches.
3: Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He he he'd have a right goal in all the games. To be fair, we we played a four four two against Spurs. Uh, <laughs> we probably should have packed the bus a little bit, but um yeah, no, he was. Trying to anyone can beat anyone really on any day, so
0: um, why not give it a good goal? Do you know that way? Yeah, I love that man. That's what that's what cut football should be all about. Anyway, they had a cut run aside and, and the Berry come back, the Bristol Rovers come back. We sneak in on the last day, scum for the playoffs. The home game was a little bit uneventful, but um, the away game and another one that, yeah, for me, away games, know, just, well, that, that, era, that era of that year of Mere wall for me is just like it's, it's not as. I don't personally think this is good anymore, even though we're in a higher division. I just, I fucking love them times.
3: Yeah, no, I think that Scunthorpe game was class. Um, Morrow and Greg's put on a show um, and what they've been doing throughout that season as well. Um, they just complimented each other so well, and everything they had done that day worked. Um, yeah, brilliant. Class. Great night as well.
0: Go on. It's a good night after as well. I yeah. was <laughs> oh, that what I'm getting? <laughs> yeah. What was his? What was? <laughs> fair enough. What was the? Um, he was. Wasn't. It seemed like there was a real team togetherness there, and like you, he was all actual genuinely mates as well. Do you know what I
3: mean? Yeah, I think that's probably down to the manager as well. Um, signing the right characters. Um, there was no bad eggs. Everyone got on with each other. Um, yeah, it was kind of not band of brothers, but it was there was a lot of friendships within the group. Yeah. Um, nobody kind of disliked one another and we all, we kind of all pulled in the same direction. Who
0: was you closest to in the group?
3: Uh, probably there was a few, like Greg, Morrow, Webby, Jed, um those of them. My dad. them, those, to be fair, Hudgie's still quite close to him now it's um Eldest is in my youngest class so i see him nearly every day anyway so
0: oh fair enough mate fair mate. Yeah, he's, a, he's another one mate what what a great signing that was my new harris brilliant yeah um
3: probably up to him and Coops. probably in the top five ten
0: center halves in the champ for me anyway yeah, some great, two great signings. Eusey Galact not so much, but um, <laughs> we get, <laughs> we get back to Wembley, and this time it was a, a feeling. Of, you know, this is, this is this is not the day out now. This is business, and we yeah. did the business. What was it? What was it like to build up to that game? The the, the, the mood in the camp. Yeah, um, I think the year before we
3: just, we kind of went uh, a couple of days before the game to see the stadium. Blah blah blah. Um, this time it was, do you want to go to the stadiums? Nah, we'll see it when we get there. Um, total focus on the job at hand. And I think from the disappointment of the year before for myself anyway, um, mm. I he was going to take the medal off me. Uh, and yeah, I would
0: have fucking ran through a rip all to, to win. And we, and we did win, mate. You actually, you, you count that as an assist? You're in the commentary, obviously. You like, did, did your foot, did your other foot, sort of go from underneath it? A little bit, of, a little bit of luck there. As good as your left one did, as good as your oh, left one did. Yeah. Was there a little bit of a
3: slip there? Yeah, I think if I didn't slip, it probably would have went back to our own goal. But uh, no. <laughs> yeah, definitely slipped. But um, as I say, yeah, the rest is history. Um, yeah, still get goosebumps watching the that clip back. Um, Morrow finishing it then. And, I think when I slipped, I didn't even get up for when the ball went in the net. I just stayed there. I was probably
0: crying on the floor. Uh, oh, I, I cried for about a week after that. I just, even talking about it now, it's like it's unbelievable, isn't it? it was class, yeah, some yeah. It was best we're the days, mate. They were the days. Yeah. Well, there's a really good photo of you as well. Like obviously when when we lift the trophy up, you're down the front with the champagne balls. Oh yeah, spraying it yeah. into the spraying it into the other boys. Yeah,
3: there might actually might be a picture of that there.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Oh, it's there, look. Oh. Yeah, mate. Great yeah. for great times. That kit as well for me, I love that kit. Yeah, was, I still have them boots, actually. I only wore them for the semi final and the final. Oh, really? You've given me that kit, that shirt there, you've given me another version of it, yeah. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it didn't fit, yeah. though, funny enough. No I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It did, oh,
3: yeah, enough. enough. Have them boots in a sandwich bag, I
0: think somewhere in the garage. It's, <laughs> I've got them in like a glass, glass box. Nah. Nah. Where, where's the medal? Where's the winner's medal? It's in my picture. Oh, it's in there. I can't see, mate. Sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful, mate. Look at that. Yeah, missus had that, don't you? Nice, nice. So then, obviously, we're back in the championship. Everything All, all's good again. The first season we had a right go without really adding too many players, did we? Ben I think Ben Marshall was one of the ones that stood out for me that came in. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, not, not too many changes. what did Harry say, look, you've got us up, I'm gonna give it a chance again. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um was it Sav join? Sav come back then? Pardon? Did George Savile come back then? George Savile, yeah. I think he did. You're right, yeah. Yeah, because we was decent. We, we, you had you and him in centre mid. He used to press high. Gregors and Morrow used to split left and right. He made Jed yeah. on one wing and Marshall yeah. on the other. No wonder we was up. Well, no wonder we nearly went back up again. I
3: know. Yeah, I think, I think that season was just kind of element of surprise, really. Like teams obviously wouldn't have faced what we were about. Mm. Like that kind of sit off when they kind of we are tippy tapping about at the back, and then we'd kind of we'd be direct and getting their faces then, and other times, and um, probably shook up a few teams. But yeah, no, that was a it was a good
0: first season back in the champ, and yeah, we had a right goaler. Yeah, what well, about Ben Marshall? He's been on the show, and you should you shouldn't do this, but we've never obviously met him. And I used to think he seems like an arrogant prick, mate. He's hilarious. He's the nicest guy ever. Yeah. Come on a show. He just love he just loves life basically And he? he's not involved playing football anymore
3: yeah no yeah um that's it yeah he played played football probably like he is now he just i don't think he really cared he just he had such good ability um and at the time we were a perfect fit for him he was he probably played really up there
0: probably the best football of his career probably um, short spell. That team talking about that team just didn't, oh I'll tell you what didn't um Tim Cahill come back as well that season didn't he didn't he yeah Tim was back yeah that's fucking mate it, this is Royal Rovers shit isn't it Tim oh yeah Tim Cahill yeah, back go, I saw a a social clip I think Byron Webster put it up at the time and um, Ben Thompson walks in and Tim Cahill's there and he has to like say hello to him in front of everyone yeah. and he's got proper fanboying yeah yeah someone loves him yeah he licked shit
3: off his shoe for him like but uh, nah, yeah he was he was such a good guy. Um obviously you grew up watching his career. Um and not that you're kind of starstruck, but you're kinda of in awe of his of the career he had both internationally and in his um Everton days. But he was the most down to earth person. So approachable. Um,
0: top top person like really really enjoyed the company what was he like in training because obviously he didn't actually play that much but he still sort of again a brilliant new Irish move he sort of got, got in amongst the squad people probably yeah. learnt people said they learnt things from him And what was he like yeah. in training he still I, have a bit in training because we never actually saw him really play
3: yeah he obviously he wasn't the player he was but he still had he still had ability you know like his finishing was still really good. But, obviously, game time was limited. But, yeah, no, he
0: definitely definitely gave the place a lift um, mm. in that part of the season. And i see him coming back, I said, and one other element sort of kick-started a 17-game I'm being run. Um, I actually nearly died in real life at this point. <laughs> so, I didn't go to Leeds away when we come back and won 4-3. But I remember watching it on iFollow and I was, I was nearly passing out. That is an absolutely... Crazy game, yeah.
3: That game sticks out probably the most. um, Well, one of the most in that in my spell in Millwall. Yeah, it was mental. Uh, We were winning, then we were losing, and then we ended up winning. And that atmosphere, the way the way their uh, supporters kind of went against them, and then they got behind them. And then the the noise when they scored, I think it was 3-2, was wow, un unreal. Um then obviously I think Tom Elliott might have scored and then Jed scored the winner, wasn't it? Big T did score. What was he like? So I'm freaking, I forgot about him. Yeah, no, he was good. Um hampered with injuries,
0: I think.
3: He killed his career um uh, it was all actions you know like he put his body on the line and it obviously it affected him Done his shoulder i think there's probably not something that he hasn't done um i think he's probably injured still at the moment now with something but um yeah no it's the same another good character good guy fit in with the dressing room um added a little bit when, when needed and um, yeah I can't really say a bad word about him you know that way I, I really enjoyed him
0: mm. he was a good fella I had, I had a figure someone said to me uh, someone in the notes that I noticed said to me Jed loves playing with uh, Tom Elliott like, loves yeah. playing with him so he can get on the end of his crosses <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know yeah
3: he probably he does yeah um, yeah no Big T was good he, he I think he kind of didn't get the plaudits he deserved, you know. But then again, he mm. didn't, didn't play an awful
0: lot, but contributed while he did. Mm. We we was rolling after that, mate. I think it was seventeen games unbeaten. Yeah, We're seeing all, all the stats on Twitter, every like no teams have won more games in a row. And Mere War was beating Real Madrid in the stats. And I remember speaking to you actually after there was a game against Brentford at home. And we beat one nil. We defended really well. We scored after about, I think we scored like after ten seconds, two games on the bounce, and that was the next one. And I think yeah. you put a lovely ball through. I think someone cut it or you cut it back, and someone scored. And you run and, and slid on scored. your knees. Sav. Who? Sav was that against Brentford. It was Sav scored, and you run and slid on your knees, and you just kept going. Yeah, and I mess- yeah. yeah I-, I messaged you on Instagram, and I said you, you was unbelievable today. So he was like, yeah, that's what a little mid-season breaks <laughs> and mobs can do for you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what well, was yeah. was Harris good like that? Did he know how to man manage you at the right time to give you little breaks when, when the players needed them?
3: Yeah, I think because when we were in League One, obviously it was his first job, um, we didn't have the advantage of the international breaks um that often. And then obviously when you come up to the championship, you know, if you don't have any internationals, you still get the breaks. So um yeah, he used to give us days off. Um where we could spend time with our families and that. But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, he did. He's, he's,
0: there's no management. phenomenal, like, i really good. Even now. You've got to get at him. Get at him. <laughs> 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 um, no, but again, he's, a, he's another manager. of players nothing but good things to say. Ben, ben Marshall used to go, but he was just one of the boys, basically. Yeah. He was an, an additional player, even though he's in charge of the team. But anyway, we'll, we'll, leave you, we'll leave your current manager out of this. Um, The next season, we, I think, probably a little bit of second season syndrome, wasn't it? Not the greatest season. Um, 21st, just avoiding relegation. I think Rotherham actually got points deducted. Um, Yeah, what changed in that second season?
3: Uh, I think, as I said, from the season before, we were probably uh, a team that was unpredictable, obviously, new into the league. I think we kind of found out a little bit then the second season where we didn't adapt really. Uh, probably played the same way. And it was probably quite predictable in what we were
0: going to do. Mm, yeah, that we was. Yeah. I mean, it, look, you say it worked for us, didn't it? The two strikers, get up to them, getting behind them. But yeah, so we got found out. It's, it's very difficult as well. Like, you know, sometimes we have to stand still with money-wise and other teams come down or a PR and fucking have all his parachute money. It's, it's difficult to fucking keep tabs on them. it's stick with him.
3: Yeah, that's it. I think the, the golf in leagues is ridiculous. Like, from League 2 to League 1, even uh, firing a couple of teams, but from League 1 to Championships, worlds apart, um, in terms of fees paid and, on top, wages paid, so I think, well, we were obviously at the lower end of the league table in terms of mm. payments, as in what we buy and how much we spend. So it's obviously going to attract different kind of players,
0: but it um, seems to be a little bit different now. And as I said, never a dull moment on the Harris. no just, you know, 14th finish and that's it. We nearly get relegated, but at the same time, we got another mad cut run. Um, can't even actually remember. We played in the first or third round. Uh, do you remember? I don't remember. Was it Newport? No, I think it was. Yeah, anyway, fourth round. Another, again, unbelievable night in, in Mill history, especially recently, memories, uh, Everton, 3-2. Yeah. yeah, that was going on. Was that better for you than the Leicester game? Or it another no, the Leicester game. Leicester game was still better. Um, I just think because... Yeah,
3: it was, um, it's hard to compare really. I think the Leicester one, because we were probably league one, uh, down to 10 men. Yeah, you know, true.
0: It
3: would, it probably looked like there was no hope for us. But then when we played Everton, we were kind of like, "Oh, we could probably have a go off these, like, you know what I mean? Um, so not that we expected to win, but we fancied our chances against
0: most teams. Yeah. So- that, that was actually. I think it was actually on my birthday. Fucking crazy night, mate. Crazy. The noise in there when it gets going. Yeah, um absolutely. Lee Gregory's Greg one nil. Put it puts one nil up. Yeah. George George dropped dropped in the net, shot. One um, yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. And then they scored again. Didn't they? it was two one up. Yeah. No, I think, hard, Yeah. I think Cooper. I think a little bit of hint around ball. Cooper scores. Yeah. I see yeah. you know. And then um. The winner, mate. There's a, a video on my channel that's done, got loads of views, and it's just above you as you're taking that free kick. There was What's a new one there. Oh, yeah. Who's got the, the, Murray Wallace? Yeah, yeah.
3: No, it was, Yeah, I think with them boys in there, there's always a chance, like, like, Tubes, obviously, size and head and ability speaks for itself. Then Mozart really put his head through a brick wall, so you know he. And he, he's he's always in and about it anyway, like he, he, he's good at picking up the second ball. Um but yeah, what what a finish. Uh yeah, scenes
0: scenes after that. Yeah. <laughs> What's he like Murray Wallace as a man? I can imagine he's yeah, he's quite he's quite sensible. He's just a machine, isn't he? Already goes he, running on his day off. So, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, he's a
3: machine, yeah. Um when he first came, um I think it was that was that his first season. He came from for, uh, I don't know what year he came, but first day in pre season, and we're doing this, I think it's like a 1500 meter run, and it's like balls out. So, Muzzle sets off, and he's going and going. I'm thinking that nah, this fella's going to blow up like first day, trying to, trying to show off the lads. Oh, he, was, he was laughing, people. Go. Fucking Mo Farrell's world record time. <laughs> I was like, wow, this fella could shift like he was flying. But yeah, he's um, I yeah, he's he's some professional. Like a hand that to him. Every day, he's hundred and
0: ten percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's he like in around the round of training ground day stay? Road. He won't be there for much longer. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, oh, I some funny stories about that place. Yeah, he's.
3: Muzz, he's, he's a quiet lad but uh, can have the banter when when needs be. Um, but, yeah, he's a, he's a top, top,
0: refer- probably up there one of the most professional people I've come across. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Two other players are coming. I just noticed Murray, what he scored. Two other players that were there at that point as well. Still in the team. One of my favourites, Tom Bradshaw. Yeah. What's he like, Brads I bet he loves his club and right now. I can imagine him.
3: is, yeah, loves it. He loves
0: it. <laughs> He and uh so, Ryan Leonard as well.
3: Yeah, Lenny, yeah. He's had a horrible time with injuries. Yeah. Uh, just knock back after set back after setback. Um
0: but yeah, when he when he's fit and raring to go, he's uh not many people get around him like. No. And then obviously in that summer, 2019-20, Neil Harris goes out, probably says to the ball, look, we fell a bit short now, needs a enough." So I was about ten players. Bart comes in, Frank Fielding, uh, Jason McCarthy. The uh, Conor McLaughlin coming. He's a mate of yours, Conor McLaughlin, he? Did he come in? in? I'm not sure.
3: He anyway, was. we've got to
0: sign loads of players, and um, yeah. not long after Neil Harris resigns, blew away. Yeah. Was that a shock uh, to you? It was, yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't play in the
3: game. I was on the bench, and obviously the there was noise from the from the crowd at halftime and then at the end when i was thinking I thought, yeah you'll you, you get on with it um and then yeah he resigned um spoke to us all the next day and just wished us well kind of way he, he didn't want to obviously mm. uh, i think he, he he wanted the club to give someone else the opportunity i don't think he wanted to be the one to uh, for it all to fall on him but um, I think it was a, the bigger man in the situation
0: um, Mate you, so many people would have just fucking like, sat there and gone well they would have to sack me I ain't going anywhere do you know what I mean and it might not yeah. even come to that we weren't that far into the season but just shows the love he had for the club to go look maybe it does you know, give someone else a chance Yeah exactly um,
3: I'm not sure if it was to not to tarnish his reputation or anything but um, yeah he just held his hands up and I think he
0: thought maybe it, as far as we can take the group. What's that like as a player when, you know, you, you got brought in by Holloway, not Harris, but, you know, first couple of years, didn't go to plan and then Harris comes in, it's going to plan for so long. and you a bit like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, it's going yeah. Well, it was,
3: not that it was disappointing. It was obviously sad to see him leave. But I knew, obviously, the reasons why um, he, he made the decision. Um, but, yeah, no, it was... It was
0: nice to see him go um, after all he'd done for us well over a couple of years. Yeah, and then well, you know, managerial. like so you you played um, just short of three hundred games for me. All it's the same with managers and players, Nate. You'll fo- you'll find it hard to do that again at a club, like, you know, any player or any manager because the changes are so quick now, aren't they? Yeah. You know, when, think... he, when Harris leaves, you know, like to, to try and get another manager in first time round to to get the formula right doesn't usually happen, is it? As we see him like. Things like Chelsea and United, wherever.
3: Uh, Yeah, it's a a tough industry, I think, to be in. Um, It's obviously a results business. And as you've seen in in the Premier League or whatever, if the results aren't there after even five games, managers are kind of looking over the shoulder. So, um,
0: yeah, it's tough, obviously, for a club to pick the right person. And then Neil, um, Neil Harris leaves, Gary Rowick comes in, steadies the ship, carries on pretty much from when Neil Harris left off. Different types of managers, but points-wise. And then not long after that, COVID hits. Yeah. What's what's that like for you? I, mean, I suppose people might be watching the going, well, we all didn't go to work, mate. But what's it like for you, especially at such an active job? You don't play from March to June.
3: Yeah. Um, it was mental, I think. I was probably the same as you. You weren't allowed to leave your house. Um, yeah. And obviously, the others were all having parties and that. But, um, yeah, no, I think mad time in my life, rather in everyone's life, in wiping the groceries down when they came home. Uh, <laughs> you know, washing your hands every time you fucking touch the door or anything like that. But yeah, it is it was a lot different, obviously we And
0: then we, we um time. We, then we, the we, we came back. What was it like when you came back and there was no fans? That was again must have been a strange environment to play in.
3: Yeah, it was um, It was
0: crap. Um
3: obviously the fixtures had to get played and that they were the rules that the there was no fans to be at the ground, but I think the way that we kind of played, we play with the fans. Um, obviously, it's cliché that they're the 12th man, but that's what we needed at the time. So, uh, yeah, the atmosphere was brutal. I, think, I remember one of the games, um, it was Derby uh, at home. Um, I was, we, had to, we rented out to sit on the bench. We had to sit in the stand. We all had to sit away from each other. Well, there was three seats between each person, but yet we spent that day all together and we were outside. So it was fucking weird, like, but um, <laughs> Barbie at home, um, I think one of their young lads, Silby, or he scored a hat-trick anyway. Yeah. But as we all said to one another, if the fans were there, there was no way he was going to be able to be comfortable enough to perform the way he did, if you know what I mean, because yeah, yeah, the home fans not that they get on other players, but they intimidate other teams. So they don't make kind of the same decisions when they're out of their comfort zone. So obviously I'm not saying that he's a bad player, but
0: um, that wouldn't yeah. happen.
3: I think, if, uh... No,
0: we'll go back to that Leicester game, which you said that stands out to you. That, Chilwell, the left-back, he didn't want to come and take throws, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Prime example. Yeah. And in a, a very strange turn in your Wall career, on the 28th of October, <laughs> Gary Rowett gets COVID and you and Alex Pierce manage the team at Preston in a 2-0 win. Yeah. Unbeaten, in not you? Unbeaten record, 100%? No,
3: because we lost the second. Oh, we had two games? <laughs> yeah, we
0: had uh, Huddersfield at home. Oh, uh, uh, oh, yeah, we lost that one like three 0 didn't we? Also, like that yeah, that that wasn't our fault,
3: though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How does that come about? Like, did you get the call saying, look, someone? they say, look, someone's got to do it, or you two no. are doing it? Or?
3: Yeah, he asked us two to do it.
0: Um, we had
3: uh, a Zoom in his office. He was at home. Um, who was Adam Barrett had. Uh, I think he'd taken the game beforehand. Right. And then ads got COVID as well. That's right, yeah. So we had to do a Zoom in the staff office, me, Percy, with uh, the gaffer, and he said it to us basically. I think Joe Carnell, I don't know if he had it at the
0: time, or he set it up, but um, yeah, that's how we found out. And then, so what did he give you? Obviously, he would have given you instructions. As well. Was he on his iPad in the, in the dressing room before the game you feel like that? Uh, no, I had
3: an earpiece um, on the phone with him. Oh, really? uh, it, it, no, it wasn't like constant. It was I'd get a phone call on the bench, so I'd answer it and it'd be him watching it, uh,
0: just say, saying saying well, what. That must have been t- that must have been torture for him if you what I mean. You're watching your team and you can't you're not there. Yeah, I'd say it was tough. Yeah. win Big big Kenza Hall Was on the score sheet That night It was about
3: time He turned off
0: (laughs) When he first Came away He looked really promising He was good He just didn't give a fuck did he He did not give a fuck Uh,
3: (laughs) Yeah I think There's a player
0: In there somewhere But He'd do well To find it like I heard he just didn't, like, he just didn't speak to, like, no one spoke to him in training. Like, he just wouldn't even he say hello to anyone. he just turn up train, and fuck off again. I was like trying to get blood out of stone.
3: <laughs> you'd, you'd try to be nice, welcoming, and ask him questions, and you'd answer the question, and that'd be it. Be like, uh, how are you doing? How's the family? He's like, yeah, good. And that's
0: it. <laughs> What's it like running the, running the team with Alex Pierce? We know, obviously, players sometimes keep themselves to themselves. You're you're a little bit of a close book, obviously, which is fair enough, like on socials and things like that. But Alex Pierce is openly nuts. The club always promote it as well. Like, what's he like day to day? Is he like that all the time?
3: Yeah, he's a fucking f- character. Uh, yeah, he's one of the funniest guys I know. Um, brilliant, like. That that Preston game as well. He uh, he was giving Alex Neil a bit, and, and Alex Neil was raging. So went to do like the handshake at the end, and he 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 had words for him in his ear, like you know, it's fucking funny. But in Percy's eyes, that's one nil him, like you know what I mean. So yeah. uh, no, it was unbelievable. Yeah, he's he's something else. He is something else.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a hell of a character. Hell of a character. But he's a great captain as well. So, at this point, you're, you've been manager for a couple of games. but Previously, in August, you'd been appointed as a coach at the club. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: and then, yeah, so at the end of that season, you then, you left the club, which surprised me. Um, yeah, yeah. Um... Well, no, the opportunity what came... obviously, our fast thinking oh, ice is fucking great. are like, you gonna be around it now. Yeah, I think the opportunity came around um,
3: in the summer before my last season. Um, I spoke to the gaffer, uh, and he asked, "Would I be interested in it?" Um, seeing obviously the other side of it, uh, and yeah, I, I thought it was a, it was an opportunity I couldn't pass up. Um, and as well, like, I think what kind of stood out the most was he seeing me still as a player first and then as a coach. So I wasn't overly doing an awful lot of stuff. Um, Coaching-wise, it was more learning. Um But yeah, no, it was, it was a great insight into, I think, how hard the staff work that I'd never have realised um, if mm. I hadn't had opportunity um yeah now just the the detail and the planning that goes on behind the scenes and the hours that they put in where we turn up have a breakfast train lunch and then fuck off home they're there before before we even get there and long after we leave um yeah it's more of a probably a a 24-7 kind of job from the staff's point of view um which i'd never known and i think the probably the lessons i learned through um having that role was not copying but kind of taking note of the way that the guy worked um picking his brain on things and uh, kind of getting an insight into what kind of culture i want to be um, that's what I want to do when I finish football.
0: Yeah, you think you looking to get into coaching? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Management or just coach?
3: Uh, I think you probably want to be the best
0: or whatever you do,
3: so um, I'd want to coach for a good while, anyway, just to
0: gain more experience and then
3: yeah. really role
0: into management. Yeah, so it was a shame, obviously, when you end up leaving the club. I was, I was surprised when it happened because I thought I was naturally he's going to be a player and then sort of wind down, eventually become a coach, but you left the club and, um, yeah, I think the, the, um, the option to continue playing,
3: uh, wasn't there for me, um, which I still wanted to do. Um, so we, we had, we had a conversation about, I said, listen, I, I still want to play. And he said, that's fine. Um, so, Obviously, you have to look for pastures elsewhere. Um, yeah. I think if i if I had the option, probably to play for another year, I would have more than happily retired um, playing for Millwall.
0: Really? Yeah. 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 I mean, no, um, you, I mean, yeah. You obviously, like you, you're settled in. The, look, from what re between eyes, you're settled in the area. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, been at the club a long time. You don't you don't need to move on really, do you? But I'll give yeah. you saying. you don't want to jump into coaching if you still feel you can play. You want to play for as long as you can.
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd spoke to people that had finished before me and they said, play for as long as you can. Um, at the time, I was only 34 um, when I left Millwall. So I felt like I still had a, like a couple of years left to play. And I think,
0: yeah, like, I wanted to finish it on my terms. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair enough, mate. And then you obviously leave the club, go to Portsmouth. And then the cup draw allows you to come back, mate. You got a fucking fantastic reception. And rightly so, you did. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Um,
3: To be fair, I'd missed the... We played our first league game um, the Saturday just before. And I'd pulled out on the warm-up, but actually done the back. We were on the bus for eight hours to Fleetwood. Uh, So I missed that yeah and then i was thinking oh i'm gonna miss the Millwall game but
0: um yeah i don't think i would have missed it or anything yeah just going on for what if you had to i just gone on for the first minute and then take me off now i'll have, I'll have me round the yeah, it was just
3: yeah the reception i got was phenomenal um yeah it was for me and my family as well um it was a proud moment to be acknowledged by the fans I played for for seven and a half years or whatever
0: it was. Yes, mate, yeah. Brilliant. Okay, so you scored 22 goals in your time at the club. I was, I was actually having trouble remembering them earlier. I remember an absolute rocket at Birmingham. Yeah. I remember, obviously, the goal against Forest and the penalty against Bury. So what, what goals stand out to you? Uh you must have scored a few that one.
3: No, I, sc- um, I scored one. I would scored a few against Forest. Um, sc- I think I scored... It was at home. It was in the run. when we, I think we were on that good run of 17 games. and Within the team, we'd scored uh, loads of early goals. So we were trying to beat each other's early goals record if you know what I mean oh right yeah uh, normally I was obviously sitting in the middle of the of midfield and I'd let Sav just go on blah 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 so we played Forest at home and I think there was about a minute or two gone into the game and I thought right fuck it I'm running forward here so I said Sav wait here and I went to Marshy out on the left and he crossed it and I remember going in with my head uh at the front post and heading it in, and I, I think it, it took the record off the lads um, for the early goal scored in the game. But um, <laughs> that, that, that was one of the one of the goals I remember quite well. Um, scored a few headers. I think, uh, scored one away at Forest uh, with two two, and the the floodlights cut out. We were losing two 0
0: I remember that. Yeah, that's when Gregor scored right out of death and got right in him and Marlon Romeo right in their fans, wasn't it? Yeah. The fans ranging over the fence going, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one as well. Yeah. Always ask at the end as well for your, your most memorable, I know you've had a long time at the club, but your most memorable moment at Millwall? Wall. <sighs> Wait was that?
3: um I think the one I stand there was probably the playoff. Uh, final. I think when the fans ran on the pitch after, and it wasn't a thing that you kind of done at Wembley, the, the home of football. But I remember I had a picture. I don't know. Uh, I had someone sent it to me, um, and there was some fan. He just jumped up into my arms, and I remember hugging him. I don't even know who the lad is, but that's probably one of the memorable ones. Um, when they ran on to celebrate with us uh, at the end of the game. Um, well, the cup runs amazing. Um, yeah. There's
0: not many that I wouldn't. It could be here online. I would be able to go through so many good memories. Like, yeah, if you could go back and relive one game, you're saying it would be that Leicester game? Uh, nah, the playoff final. Playoff final. Yeah. It's unbelievable, crazy. mate. As a last
3: question, a late,
0: Sorry? A late as well, yes, stuff dreams are made of, mate. Yeah. Last question, I always ask this at the end if you could go out tomorrow with three of your old Mill teammates, you can do whatever you want game of golf, night out. Which three are you taking with you? Well, um, Jed, yeah, i bring Jed, <laughs>
3: I'd bring Jed. Um, who else? Oh
0: we have more than three? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got to be a limit. It's the rules. Right. Who's, like the, who's like the craziest one on the night out? Probably Alex Pierce. It'd be Jed Pearce. And then...
3: I still got on quite well with Mason Bennett, so I'd probably pick him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's a, he's a, he's a random, random dude, but he's your mate, I, so I yeah, Now Yeah, I'm still a friend. I speak to him probably... We ring each other probably once a week. Um, he drive when he's driving in, uh, so we'd stay on the phone for
0: about half an hour, just chatting shy. But, uh, That's the most I, unlikely partnership in the world for me. That makes some potential with you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's a good friend of mine. So yeah, saying. Oh, brilliant, mate. Well, really, listen, it's been an absolute pleasure for having you on. Thanks for giving me your time. No, really appreciate it. Thank you. Top man, mate. Thanks a lot. Cheers, bud. Cheers, mate. Bye bye.